Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This Is Important, a production of iHeartRadio, the show where we only talk about what's the most important, bottom line, critical thing happening on this planet. Today on This Is Important? Yeah, I'm fingering my butthole, but it's in my living room. Hey, backing up like a pterodactyl. (laughs) It's all pointless and stupid. I don't care how long you've known each other, you can't have your dick out. Buckle up. Hello. Let's go. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. Hit us. That's beautiful. Uh, Who was the first person to do the... Who started that? Started the 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 air horn? Yeah. I, I want to say it like originated in like dance halls. Like... Uh-huh. It's probably like some real like fucking Jamaica shit. Beanie Man? Is that... Is that a guy? Beanie Man's probably up there. Yeah, it probably predates Sean Paul, but I bet Sean Paul really got it fucking kicking. I bet Sean Paul knows. Really leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Sean Paul would know who started it. It's probably right. just some like guy named Tony who's like was like a cool dude who yeah. worked like as a car mechanic, but then also DJed on the side and was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit." Oh shit. I know what gets me riled up when I'm tightening those those nuts and bolts under the hood of the car. Yeah. Yeah, when I fix the horn on the car mm-hmm. and then I go burn burn. Yep. Oh! What's crazy is the it's the bump bump boom. It's not just like burn burn, it's the three and the long like you're like when it's like What about sports? Isn't it sports? Isn't it sports? I feel like there's been air horns at sports forever. Hockey. Well, hockey's a legit like fog horn. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah. 
Yeah. And it's so loud. Yeah, that shit's fucking cool. But in the crowd, hasn't there been air horns like for a while to get it going? For sure. Soccer games. But they don't sound like that. Those sound like... Really? Yeah, this is... Well, I think it's just because it's an electronic version of it. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, well, that's important. (laughs) That's fucking important as fuck. Yeah. I feel like they like kind of cooled off on the air horn, though. Well, it got obnoxious. It became a punchline, and that's why we brought it back, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to keep it alive because it's fucking great. Yeah. When's the last time you were in the club, like hardcore in the club? Almost every night. It's, for Durs, it's almost every night. <laughs> yeah. I just stopped by for 15 minutes. <laughs> like, when's the last time you really clubbed it? Yeah, realistically, because for a while, Durs, you were going to a lot of nightclub. You were like trying, you were like DJing and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing a little DJ action. Uh, when was the last time that you've DJed or done anything like that? Yeah, I mean pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. Was it pre-pandemic by like a long time, or was it like February thirteenth? You were in the club, <laughs> and then the fourteenth. In the 14th, the pandemic hit, and you were like, oh, I can't be in the club any longer. It was a while before that. Um, But it was, I mean, it was always fun. But, like, going to a club, it it is shocking. Durs brought me to, like, a a couple of my first, like, real L.A. nightclubs where, like, he would have to tell us to, like, dress cooler than we were. What? He'd be like, just don't. There's no way I did that. There's no way I told you how to dress. You might have asked me. Yeah. But, like, there's no way you told me. (laughs) Yeah. If there was a dress code, he maybe would have enforced it. Like sometimes you got to rock a button up and some fucking like shoes, Close right? Close toe shoes. Don't you got to do that? Close toe shoes is for real. Yeah, that's a, and no hats is real at some places, and that fucking sets me off. Right. Well, this is early two thousands, L.A. And at that time, Kyle was like braiding his armpit hair, and he was like really proud of it. Right. So braiding. Braiding? It's see, or maybe it was dreadlocked. It's never been long enough, sir, but I would love to try. Maybe it was dreadlocked. <laughs> but Kyle always had his armpit hair out, and I feel like they weren't allowing that. As nappy roots. There's a lot of tank tops. Yeah, there was a lot of tank tops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They would, exactly. They would fucking give, they would say no tank tops and no hats, and that was like my whole fucking <laughs> thing. That was my whole thing. By the way, they would say it to you. <laughs> they didn't have to say that to everybody. <laughs> if you were like a shredded, hot-ass dude, they'd be like, get in here, man. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, Are you saying no, there's a fucking other level of yeah. of rules? There's a double standard in our society? If Michael B. Jordan came into a club with like his sleeves cut off, they'd be like, get in here. I actually do remember, this isn't a club, but this is a bar on the west side called Busby's. Busby's? Yes. It's like a sports place. Yes. Yeah. Fuck that place. <laughs> Fuck that place. Oh, are you telling the story when Kyle came in with a hat and um, got very upset? No, but we can get there. Uh, <laughs> I was there in line to watch like a Wisconsin game or whatever. Okay. And I'm standing like waiting to get in. And there's a sign that says like, no hats, no flip flops and something else. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden this Escalade pulls up and I'm like 23. I'm, I'm out of college. And Matt Leinert, who's in college... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Comes out of Busby's with a hat on, with a tank top, with flip flops, and then just gets in the Escalade and drives off as a college child. And I was yeah. like, What the fuck? Well, that dude's going to end up as a pretty good commentator. I'm pissed now. We're talking about a time like over a decade ago, and that story right there fucking pissed me off. 
that was when Linehart was God. Oh, that's that's damn near twenty years ago. I mean, this was a year after the arguably the greatest game of all time, where they played uh, Texas. Oh, that was the USC Texas game. I do remember that. I remember Matt Liner was in our living room one time. We I, I would come home quite a bit, and there'd be like random people in our living room because our old roommate Christine would invite people over. She went to USC. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the roommate. And it was Matt Liner was there, and then the offensive line. Mm-hmm. It was like these are just a bunch of giant fucking men in my living room, and then they're acting like this is why I don't fuck with USC. I don't like them. <laughs> okay, go off. I don't like them. You live in Orange County, tread carefully. I know. Fuck them. They suck. <laughs> Okie dokie. Don't like you. I agree. I don't like the vibe. Okay. No, not don't like the vibe. They were acting like I'm the asshole for being in my living room. For living <laughs> in my house. Like walking around naked in my living room, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, asshole. You were walking around buck? I was butt-ass naked, but it's my living room, dude. Wait, I live there, too. I don't know, where was I? I know, and so I'm in my living room. Cut to the threesome. Yeah, I'm fingering my butthole, but it's in my living room, dude. And you didn't let the O-line hit the train. I get it. I see why they're pissed. Oh, my God. Uh, so I was just like, I, you know, they're in my living room, so I'm trying to chop it up with them, and they're like, they get the fuck away from me. You're in your boy shorts. Great ass! And uh, admittedly, some of the offensive linemen were pretty cool but i remember matt liner uh kind of being rude pretty offensive rude (laughs) yeah well he was on top of the world like he was a huge deal at least in southern california sure that doesn't give you the right to be a dickhead this is true true. this is true 100 true it also does not give you the right to go to busby's with a fucking hat and a tank top on okay and flip-flops and (laughs) open-toed shoes Thank you. I remember being with Kyle back in the day where we were going to watch some sporting event at Busby's. Yeah. Curling. They told you to take your hat off. You took your hat off to walk in and then you put your hat back on. Rebel. Boss move. That's right. Classic. And then they come over and then they ask you to to do it again. (laughs) And I remember you, you got so mad, dude. That's like why I would rock a tank top underneath a button up because I would button it up. (laughs) And then fucking walk in, and then as soon as it did, open it and then tie it around my fucking waist. (laughs) Arms are, (laughs) which look, is the worst look. Yeah, you're wearing the tank top purely for comfort because you're not going to look cool if you're tying your fucking button up around your waist like it's a field trip. That's a fantastic look, and if you don't agree, fuck you. No, I know where you got that look too. By the way, where? Popo's out. No, no, no. That's from your homie Ben. That was his look. You stole his look. From Ben from when I was a grip? Whoever your homie oh, was shit. who wore tank tops and he had the thing <laughs> tied around the waist mm-hmm. and he had like a grip truck. And yeah. he had a ponytail. That was your end game. You're like, I'm going to get a grip truck and live off yeah. of that. Ben was a legend. Bro, we were partners. So absolutely, I could have been influenced by that look. And it's a great look. Influenced, huh? What did I say? No, you said influence, but I'm saying influence as in, like, you just ripped it off. It was a little trickle down for sure. You're like, Ben's not here. Right, maybe. Maybe, but I still look fucking good, and I used it to get into Busby's, and then they would catch me with the fucking hat on and the arms out. Kyle, you've got great lines, okay? No one's denying your shoulders. And a nice tan when you got that tank top going. No one's denying that. Yeah, and a killer tattoo on the back that's exposed when I rock (laughs) a tank, bro. And when you were doing P90X? Yeah. Yeah. We got to post some of Kyle's P90X body. Can we? Let's do it. Yeah, I feel like let's let's dig in the crates and, and post. 
Adam, Adam. Hot, 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 hot. COVID. I just died. COVID. <laughs> he died from lunch. The thing he loved killed him. <laughs> uh, let's let's post all of our P90X bods because we would um we would all work out together during the P90X days. Tony Horton would inspire us, yes. and we would work out in the workaholics house before we got the show. And I remember Durst would come over. And we're like finishing up a workout. Like mm-hmm. at, he got there a little earlier, what? Or maybe we're working out a little late. And he would just be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" I'm eating a burrito from Fresh and Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Fresh yeah. and Easy, R.I.P. Damn. God, such a great. I mean, that was the first time I had ever like done like a workout regimen, and we we were all in, all five of us in that house. Tony Horton was a magical guy. We watched those mm-hmm. damn DVDs so much that you just start to memorize them and. And just fall in love with each character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would just quote all day long. What you guys it, were just saying. Do your best and forget the rest. <laughs> what was the one was like? German potato soup. Yeah, there it is. German potato soup. <laughs> hey, yeah. backing up like a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> These dudes were just quoting P90X like it was the newest, funniest SNL sketch or some shit. Dude, it was the best. And also, Blake, that's still your workout regimen, right? You didn't switch it up. Yeah, There's, no muscle, there's no more muscle confusion. Over there, because you've been doing the same workout for (laughs) 10 plus years. I know, I gotta switch it up, but man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) You do have a hot bod, you do have a really hot bod. Big ups for working out, bro. Good job. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much. (laughs) Why was the dude from Broken Lizard? In the P90X videos. And no one ever talked about this. Oh, rabbit. And no one ever talked about he only had one leg. Yes, he only has one leg. Sorry, Blake, you just said what was weird about him? <laughs> no, I or like that I didn't know. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, what is this? Wait a second, Blake. Did I do that? What is so weird about that? <laughs> I'll pile it on was this like, one. It was like with DJ Paul from 3-6 Mafia, a lot of people didn't realize he's got like a little tiny baby arm. I just didn't even right. know. It's very, it's very interesting. It piques my interest, yes. right. but it's not it's weird. It's not weird. Right. It's okay. not weird. It's just like... Unexpected. Yeah, it's like they're functioning in the yeah. world. They're succeeding better right. than anybody. They're just they're, they're you just would never <laughs> tell. <laughs> Bro, back off. It's science. But like, okay, yes, all what you just said. But I was like, isn't that the guy from Super Troopers who's just like fucking throwing weights around? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, what was what was cool? It was inspiring because it, he was mm-hmm. like a working actor. Super Troopers mm-hmm. was only been out a handful of years when uh, when P ninety X came out. Yeah. And so he was still very uh, they relevant. Didn't mention anything, and we're like, we're like this guy, and he wasn't like, oh, and my actor friend from the movie right. Super Troopers is also in the deep background working out. Yeah. I was just gonna say, producers put his name. I was like, he has like a crazy Scandinavian name, Eric Stolhansk. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said it because I would have been Eric S. Is what I would have yeah. gone with. How? Wait, but how would you? Yeah, Stolhansky is what yeah. how I would have said. I that. mean, they that's you know that Ellis Island shit. They might have changed it. So, do you um, think that they recorded P90X like without him knowing? Super Troopers became like a because it didn't. Super Troopers didn't do well in the theaters. That was like a DVD like underground classic. Yes, that was a cult. Hit. I saw it in the theaters. That was a. Did you really? Yeah, you wow. saw it in the theater. That's fucking sick. It was a Showtime on all the time one for me. I saw it in the theater two times. I went once and was like, I wasn't high for it. I just went to the Mm. the movies. High for Mm -hmm. this. And then I was like, "Uh, I'm running this back with my homies. And we got really stoned in the parking lot and Mm. then went in. Smoking. Hey, guys. I've been trying to save money for a while, but it seemed like my bank account was stuck. 
thankfully, I heard about Rocket Money and gave it a try. It turns out I had a bunch of subscriptions I was paying for that I had forgotten about. Rocket Money helped me cancel some of them, and now I'm finally starting to see my account balance going up. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Holy smokes! Thanks to Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month's, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use, you frickin' bonehead! Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash important. That's rocketmoney.com slash important. Rocketmoney.com slash important. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's give a couple flowers here because okay. the crazy thing that they were able to do with Super Troopers that almost no other movie can do is bring that sense of like camaraderie to the screen like the the part where they're like slamming the um the, the syrup. syrup no yeah. i love that that's not funny or cool at all 
But when they were doing it, I was like, I love it. Because they were like watching each other do it. And they're like, chug it, chug it, chug yeah, it. That's a lot of gip. It seemed real and like these guys were kicking it. It is interesting. That's the first thing I thought about when I thought about Super Troopers was slamming the syrup. Yeah. The syrup scene. Yeah. Okay, no sugar. What is it? <laughs> yeah, no cream. Okay, no cream. Okay, no cream. Like that shit's <laughs> great. It's like this new joke form. I think I, I think why it resonated is it, it it's hard when you cast actors and they're not really friends or they're just sort of like Hollywood friends. Mm -hmm. right. And so they're not like that close. And to try to like have that camaraderie and that feeling of of not being afraid to like hurt the other's feelings or like just do something mm -hmm, bitch. uh just call each other bitches a lot sensitive and it, it seems so real i would yes. never i've never looked up the history of broken lizard like they must have been a sketch group they were a sketch group yeah they're a sketch group and they're they're college homies and by the yeah. way you know they're tight because in club dread or whatever bill paxton came in and you know <laughs> yeah. if, if bill paxton's fucking Coconut with him. joe or whatever he kills it Mm -hmm. Coconut Joe. So that was good. the follow-up to Super Troopers, right? They had mm -hmm. so much heat on them. And then it was Beer Fest? And then, and it, then was it was I thought it was Beer Fest and then. No, it was Club Dread and then it was Beer Fest. Okay. And then Slammin' Salmon? And then Slammin' Salmon. Or yeah. Puddle Jumpers. Or was that their first movie? Puddle Jumpers was the first one. Puddle Jumpers is what they made on like a, on like a shoestring like right out of college, That's I think. That's hard to mm. watch. Why? Is that is that guy's leg bothering you the whole time? <laughs> No, dude, Whoops. it's just like, it's not that funny. <laughs> what is it called? Is it called Puddle Cruise? Puddle Jumpers. It's called Puddle Jumpers. What so. is it about? Airplanes? Small airplanes? That's a, yeah, if you're a, yeah, if you're a pilot and you need to like, you're not flying, but you're going somewhere and you sit kind of in the seat, right? That's a puddle. No, jump. I thought it's just like if you're going from island to island, it's like you're jumping a puddle. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. It's like a small distance. But if you're an island, isn't. That's a land puddle? Wait, they're saying Puddle Cruiser. Puddle Cruiser? What the fuck is Puddle Cruiser? Maybe it was about guys who, like, rode bikes through, like, big puddles, and it was just... Dude, you don't remember at all what the fuck that movie was about. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously it was real hard to Dude, watch. You didn't even watch I it. Did, I, did, I don't think I got through it. I remember it being very bad. But mm. maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset. Well, I'm glad we gave them their flowers. No, I'm a huge Super Trooper Broken Lizard guy. I, I love Club Dread. I think Beer Fest is hella funny. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a total fan. I mean, our key grip on Workaholics. Pat. Yeah, Pat. Patrick Heffernan. Pat Heffernan. Mm -hmm. Was the older brother or younger brother of Kevin Ooh, Heffernan? I think older. I don't know. Uh, younger brother, right? I think, I think younger brother. Who, who played Farva. And Legend. He's one of those guys who you're like, oh, you're hilarious, right? Like, but yeah. he's behind the scenes, but he's as funny as you or funny or whatever, like just a, a comedy machine. And we go, we got to put you like in one scene yeah. and we're just going to give you, he's like, I don't really want to act. And we gave him one line. Yeah, what was it? And you fucking killed it. Oh, it was from Dr. Telemericord. And we quoted it forever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah. Are you asking me? <laughs> Yeah, because we it was. we ask him something. <laughs> it's got to be the lights. And then yeah. he goes, "Are you asking me?" And we go, "Yeah." And he goes, "It was." And yeah. we quoted, "Are you asking me?" Forever. Yeah. That's the touch he had. Yeah, that family, right. funny family, very funny, funny. fam. And then we had yeah. Kevin on as a police officer later. That's right. That's right. Yes, for mm -hmm. um, the one where you guys are like singing Irish songs. What was right. it? Deputy Dong. Deputy Dong. Yes. Yeah, we Deputy go to Dong. We, we go to the kid who's shit talking us on Modern Warfare to whoop his ass. Right. <laughs> that's right. Oh wait, dude, and that's my favorite bit in Warthog's history, where 
he's like sneaking somebody's sneaking out through a laundry hamper in giant pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah. this? Yeah. And it totally worked, even though the pants looked insane. Yeah. But like it actually worked. <laughs> so good. It was like bent over to be hidden in the laundry basket, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Torso and head covered in clothes. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the legs were in the pants. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. It was like some fucking Jim Henson shit. It was badass. And yeah, it was tight. one of my favorite background actors of all time was one of like the other cops in the room. He's got like silver hair. Like, do you guys remember this guy? No. Slickback silver hair. I do. He's in every movie. You remember him? I see him all the time. If if it's in like a boardroom with like executives, he's like at the end of the table. If it's a bunch of like police like sitting around hearing like we got a guy on the run, we gotta hunt him. He's like nodding his head. Yeah. Yeah. He's in everything. Wow. <laughs> We got to get him in the Workaholics movie then. And we know him. He's our friend. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, by the way, guys, the Broken Lizard guys have a new movie coming out. Oh, shit. Starring all of them. Okay. Directed by Kevin Heffernan. Written oh. by all of them. What happened to Jay? Jay bailed. Jay didn't do Slam and Salmon either. Well, no, he wrote, he wrote, uh, Jay wrote the movie. Oh, Along okay. with Kevin, Steve, Paul, and Eric. And Kevin is directing this one. And it's a drama, it says on IMDb Pro, oh, yes. called Quasi. Yes. I'm guessing about Quasimodo. And here's here's the breakdown. Follow a hapless hunchback who yearns for love, but finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France when each orders the hunchback to kill the other. Mm-hmm. Give me a hell yeah! What? <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about it. I, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> I'm in, dude. Is if it's If it's a straight drama... This is going to be the craziest movie of all time. Yo, but there's another one where the guy who goes, I think it's the guy who's like, bear fucker. The guy who says bear mm-hmm. fucker to, I believe, Eric Stolhounce, who has one weird leg, Blake, uh, who's fucking <laughs> the bear. Weird. Come on. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> not weird. He is in a horror movie <laughs> where they like go to some like weird Scandinavian island and then shit gets crazy. I just saw the trailer the other day and I was like, that, isn't that bear fucker guy? So they're going out onto different levels here. I like this. I yeah, like no, remember it. Remember that that one guy was in that movie Open Water. Remember that movie where like they fall off the boat and then there's like oh, they have this terrifying movie. That movie's sharks great. are circling. That yes. I don't know. That's worth a rewatch. I remember it being like a super simple premise that that paid off. Two memories. Yeah. Two memories. The woman's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed them like super close. Really? No. And I'm like. All right, this is a little gratuitous. They have like one little sex scene in the beginning with just nipple, real close up. Okay, <laughs> so that's one. What's number two? Okay, and then the second memory, very scary movie. Hot, 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 hot. It's a macro. One's a micro memory, and one is a macro. Memory. One is that it was a good movie, and the other is the fucking nipples. Dude. And the nipples. It caught me off There's guard. There's the shot. Like, it's so close. It's like, what kind of lens was that? I'm gonna have to deal with that tomorrow. I, uh, I'm, I'm hosting Ellen tomorrow. Yes. What? And oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm hosting Ellen tomorrow. <laughs> All right. All right. Who's who's your guest? Durs is one of my guests. No, what? Yeah, man. That's right, baby. Yeah, man. Promo train. Good luck. And I'm excited. I get to watch your show tonight. I'm going to watch an episode tonight of Inventing Anna. Ooh, I just watched it last night. It's the best television show ever. All right. Excited. Yeah. I'm promoting The Righteous Gemstones, uh, which comes out this Sunday, which it'll it'll be airing by the time uh, this podcast actually comes out. But on HBO, The Righteous Gemstones comes out this week. But I'm there hosting Ellen, promoting that, and then That's... having all these uh, 
these guests. But one of the episodes, I, I like just tried on my clothes the other day. Mm -hmm. My nipples, you could just see my nipples. And they're like, no, let's get you a different shirt. Uh, you're, you could just like, your nipples are like rock hard in this. It, maybe it's too much. And I'm like, no. Your boobs are huge. Nope, we're mm -hmm. keeping it. I'm going to be nipped out on Ellen. So get ready. Get ready for that. Should Blake come and just play the soundboard during our interview? <laughs> I would love that. No, I'd love that. Well, no, they have a DJ. They have a DJ. They Maybe do. We, Blake, if you could just send your soundboard. We don't need you, actually. Yeah, what's his name? DJ Twist or something? He's a really nice guy. Twitch. Twitch. That's right. Yeah, Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Durs, mm -hmm. what are you promoting? I'm sorry. I got to get on this. Yeah. Inventing Anna from Shonda Rhimes on Netflix coming in February. February. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the one I started filming before the pandemic. Um, it's finally coming out. Okay. Good. So, Adam, okay. do you have like free reign or do you got to kind of fit into the Ellen mold? Or is this going to be butt chugging? Like, what can we look forward to? Uh, I keep pitching butt chugging, mm -hmm. but right. uh, they, they, yeah, they haven't really responded. No, they, they like uh, pitch me a bunch of different stuff. And then I'm working with their writers uh, on the monologue and. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm trying to keep it somewhat Ellen, uh, yeah. you know, it's because I don't think that their audience would uh, totally respond to uh, all the butt chugging that I want to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ad, to be fair, you don't know until you try it. So. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah, there's some crossover. There is some crossover. <laughs> I can guarantee there's some crossover. There is. Funky butt loving. Do you want to just fit in the mold or do you want to change TV forever? Ellen Ellen liked Workaholics. I've talked with what? her about it before. Yeah. On on episodes. I've gone on mm -hmm. to promote Workaholics. She quotes Jet Set. Bro, people love getting nasty. And if anything, yeah. like we're only getting nastier as a culture. Nasty. So I think it'll fly, bro. I love it. We're kind of nasty, dude. So are you just doing one episode or are you doing several? I'm gonna I'm doing two episodes in one day tomorrow. Wow. Do you know who's on with me? Yeah, it's Julie Bowen. Uh -huh. And who you know. Modern fam. And then I think that episode we're and then we're gonna do like a human interest piece. Uh, it was some teacher that we're cool. gonna give a, a bunch of money to and mm -hmm. uh, has a really cool story. Not the one that said fuck you. And then I think your episode is uh, Nina Dobriv, who I just shot my last movie with, The Outlaws, mm -hmm. and Juliana Huff, who they own a wine company together. Mm -hmm. And oh. so uh, they're there to promote their wine company. And then my boy, Jersey Holm. So you're telling me we're getting some wine? Oh. I believe, yeah. I believe you will probably get some wine out of this deal. Dobrev Huff Winery. Dude, yeah. I hope you get that wow. Ellen swag bag and get the cool hoodie and the Ellen tequila, because my gosh. My mom is so fitted with talk show attire. Nice. Every time I FaceTime her, she's just wearing like Team Coco shirts or mm -hmm. Ellen sweatpants mm -hmm. or whatever else. That's great. Yeah. He's the best. You guys are the same size? We're the exact same size. Well, I asked for uh, women's smalls. For yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why your nipples be popping. <laughs> That's why my nipples are always popping out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Um, I it's gonna be fun trying not to be who we are. I know yeah. that exactly. It's gonna be it, it'll be weird. It's I'm, good to see you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I've known this guy for are, how long? Are you guys gonna dance a whole bunch? Like, uh, I'm gonna embarrass Durs by making him dance a lot. I'm gonna yeah. say twitch hit it and then get up and then we'll have a little dance off i'm gonna beat you to it i'm gonna walk out with my dick tucked between my legs and yes. everything's gonna stop damn just wiggle your way out that'd be great everything stops and then they're like okay we're gonna need to take that again can you, can you put your dick in your pants sir goodbye i sir, can't have your dick out and then i go 
This isn't live? I don't care how long you've known each other. You can't have your dick out. Okay? That's not acceptable. Oh, because it's Ellen? Because it's daytime? And they're like, yeah, just TV in general. You can't do can't that. Can't have your dick out. Can't do that on, on any show. Why aren't they laughing? Uh, Durs, I if you do that, I'll let it slide. As the host, I think I get to make that call. Yeah. yeah, Adam's just like, no, keep rolling. The dick stays. The dick stays. The dick stays in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Popo sal. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it is the first time I'm like actually hosting something, yeah. so it'll be you know kind of um, weird. You've hosted the MTV Awards. Besides the MTV Movie Awards, yeah, but I hosted that. But but you don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it. Yeah, fair enough. It was like, a, that's like a huge event. Yes. And you're just, you're basically just announcing ways that the Stranger Things kids can get awards. This is like, right. I have yeah. to interview people and ask them questions <laughs> right. and stuff. Yeah. Right. And like, I think about it being nervous for like the monologue, but it's kind of just like doing stand up, right? But you're. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fun. It'll, it'll just be like uh, getting shot out of a cannon a little bit where you just mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck is going on and you're just doing stuff. Uh, yeah, it'll be great. How many times can I say, let's go, Brandon? (laughs) (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) You have Uh, to. (laughs) I love it. Uh, yeah, please try to sneak in some, uh, some poly charged, uh. I feel like I can take let's go, Brandon, away from them. Right. It's like, let's go, Brandon. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's coming. Yeah, no, I feel you there because I'm on board. I think it's fucking cool. (laughs) I'm gonna take it and go. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, make it, make it your own. Make it your yeah. own. Make it Jerome. Let's go, Jerome. Let's go, Jerome. Let's go, I Jerome. Wish, I wish. Uh, I wish maybe uh, Twitch's name was Brandon, so then you could like have it be organic. You know, yeah. it might be. Yeah, we don't know. Find a find if a cameraman is named Brandon, or find somebody on set whose name is Brandon. Yeah. And just keep throwing to them. H- hire an assistant <laughs> named Brandon just for tomorrow. <laughs> There was a cool fight in the stands at the uh, Wisconsin-Arizona State game last week. Oh, I love fan fights. These two Arizona State guys were, like, getting chippy with each other, and it was, like, chippy. going on way too long. We're, like, they're almost fighting, I but fucking not. dare you. And then some old, like, beer belly dad from Wisconsin who looked grizzled, right? Like, a guy who you're, like, I don't know if I would fuck with this dude. He, like, throws hay, hay bales around or some shit. Comes up, and he's, like, if you guys don't fucking shut up. I'm going to fucking kick both your asses. Da, da, da. Come on. Cut this shit out. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Shut up, bitch. What a fucking idiot. I was like, yeah, all right. I was with him, and then I... And then he tried to be like, come on, let's go Brandon, right? And the guys were like, yeah, all right, let's go Brandon. Okay. (laughs) So they were bound by their... their... (laughs) The hatred of the president. Yeah. That stopped it? It stopped it, yeah. That stopped Uh it. Yeah, all right, all right, cool. So Wait, well, if that's what brings us together, all of us, I'm freaking pumped, dude. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. I think that's not how it's intended, but yeah. If that's what brings everyone together. Well, I'm on board. I've swung over. (laughs) You have? I know you are. Can we get it on the soundboard? Absolutely. We're going to get one of those. (laughs) Fucking thing sucks. It's, It's two of my favorite things. It's got Let's Go in there. Oh yeah, did you guys do like something where you were abandoning Let's Go? What's going on? You oh. were saying like... Let's Well, we're trying to get the Let's stop. Why would we tell you? Why would we tell you? Don't tell him. Okay. Fuck him. Let's go. I'm sorry. Well, I just heard it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Durs. <laughs> trying to talk to my friend. You tried to stop it. Let's stop. Let's go. We're trying to start Let's Stop. Let's Go. The mm-hmm. movement. You're so lucky we're telling you. Why? Because Let's Go is the worst, dude. Wait, what? Why? 
Because it sucks. Well, here's the tipping point, is that Hertz Rent-A-Car made it their official promo. And you know how I don't fuck with Hertz. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck Hertz, obviously. I get that. I get that. Hertz. Yeah, yeah Hertz, don't it? Enterprise. Dude, somebody on um Twitter sent me one where it was... Also, like, Discovery Channel is now Let's Go, where it's like, turn on Discovery, <laughs> let's go. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I totally get it. I just was like, this is, it is weird. It's going corporate. It's going corporate. It's weird. The amount of, like, friends that I know that I respect their opinions yeah. mm-hmm. are, like, reaching out to me about the Righteous Gemstones coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're... They're like, I, I posted, a, like, a trailer for Righteous Gemstones on my Instagram, and then they will, like, text me or DM me going, let's fucking go. Let's go, dude. Mm-hmm. January 9th, let's go. And I'm like, I don't know if I can be your friend anymore now. <laughs> let's go. So I've just lost about 20% of, of my friend group uh, over yeah. let's go. Go. This is what goes on, right? When people are like, literally, literally, literally. Yeah, right? it's, it's like it just becomes a part of your vernacular. Or like, really, 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 really. My eight-year-old the other day, he started saying the like, um, to be honest, like it was. If I'm being honest, everyone was saying, and then it became to be honest. And my eight-year-old says it. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Your eight-year-old is is finally being honest. Yeah, with you? I've been lying for years. <laughs> to be honest, uh, blue's no longer my favorite color. Do you not know what I'm talking about? I don't. Not re- I really. Blake was doing it for a very long time on the podcast. That's yeah. my catchphrase. If we're being honest, it's a preface. It's like a preface. You would always say before a sentence, you'd say, "If I'm being honest, da da da." It was the thing people were saying, and then okay. they've, they've shortened it to, to honestly. Be honest. Who throws a shoe? It's it's all pointless and stupid, yeah. um, you know, which is why I had to beat my kid. Go ahead. It's just like a, th- a little phrase that people will latch on to. Yes. It's a preface. And then it becomes part of uh, everyone's, you know, everyday lexicon. Right. Like ja- like how we always used to all say Jia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jia. Jia. I ja. mean, s- soon enough, let's go. We'll cycle through. I'm just really excited to see what's next. It's going to be fucking cool. When's the last time you guys heard a real nice, I know right? been a while i know right i know right i know right i know right was a fucking pandemic yeah i know right yeah, that was <laughs> i know right i know right was a moment <laughs> i know what right? about a know what i mean that one we could have that coming up next <laughs> know what I mean? that wasn't a thing that was a catchphrase <laughs> know what i mean uh i feel like that didn't catch on I did. I don't know if that caught on quite as much as. Yeah. Know what I mean? That was huge in uh, in our friend group. We'd always say, "Know what I mean?" Uh-huh. <laughs> know what I mean? So, yeah. Sure. Everybody did that though, right? Yeah. I feel like Hertz rental car <laughs> didn't go. Know what I mean? <laughs> Great prices. <laughs> Great prices, not I mean. Yeah, they should. That would be a great corporate swing if somebody latched on to fucking, know what I mean? Impossible meat. It tastes real, know what I mean? Uh, it tastes real, know what I mean? Impossible burgers, know what I mean? Tastes real, know what I mean? The impossible would be, is that real, Bam? That would be good. All right. He's back. He's back. I'm back. Now we're back together again. La, 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 la. I feel like everyone that goes to USC uh, says, let's go. <laughs> For sure. That's, they started it. University of Second Choice. <laughs> oh, damn. Yes, points. <laughs> Get them. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. 
Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sirs, what the heck? You were in a um, you were in a George Harrison music video. We didn't even cover that. What was that what? about? Rock Did you guys on? see that? It was like George Harrison, like fiftieth anniversary or something. I saw this. Lance Bangs. Lance Bangs directed a George Harrison video. Mm-hmm. Our guy Lance Bangs is a homie of a homie, and my homie was one of the producers of it. Um, my boy DJ Chris Holmes. DJ Chris Holmes. Who just knows everybody in LA yeah. and um, socialite? He does. That's like, not exactly. <laughs> his one of his jobs was DJing before Paul McCartney shows, which is so cool. Very cool gig. So, like, if you go to see Paul McCartney, 
mashup of how of um like Beatles songs that come together. Yeah, Wings, all that. I just recently uh, got into listening to some of the Beatles. They're they're pretty good. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, they're not bad. They had a handful of songs. They're not bad. Did you guys watch the? Did you guys watch the fucking? Uh, yeah, the the documentary. Yeah, it was it was super boring and long. <laughs> I turn. I didn't get through it. I didn't get through it. No, that shit was so good. So good. It was interesting. <laughs> Way long and boring. I fucking love that thing. It was interesting. It just how it made me go like, I could be the Beatles. Right. I'm as good as the Beatles. Well, it was great. That's not what I took away from it. I was just like, I think if you have any sort of interest in the Beatles, it's interesting because they are arguably the greatest band, most prolific band of all time. And if you right. have any interest in music, it's a great song. I got this, my mind set. Is this the best song that any member of the Beatles has ever done? No, 15 but, seconds, bro. <laughs> turn it off. And I got lots of money. It's like, it's this verse, it's this verse just over and over again. And by the way, um, so anyway, Blake, Blake, yeah, I did a video. Go a ahead. A whole lot of spending money. Well, I was saying that if you don't have any interest in music and you don't care for the Beatles, it's not like an interesting documentary where you learn anything. It's like you're just watching the greatest band ever just exist in a room. Yeah. It, that was what was cool. They were just dudes. It was cool. That's what I thought was so beautiful about it. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was like you just watch them pull these songs out of thin air. Like, that's like one part. That's fantastic. And then you also see how much fun they're having, too, which is this is an era in their history where people is it's covered in darkness. So it was like they were breaking up and all that shit. But really, they were there were awesome moments where they were having fun creating together. But you have to wait through nine hours. Of it. Exactly. It was too long. Adam, shut up. <laughs> Didn't matter. I could have watched it forever. Oh, really? Forever. <laughs> I don't mean forever. I thought it was too long, but also uh, it was kind of cool watching them, like seeing how hard they worked. Yeah, man. Like when we get together and we're writing something together, we're developing a project together. We get together. Let's say we have four hours. We bullshit for two and a half hours, Mm -hmm. work for one hour, Mm -hmm. and then bullshit for another 30 minutes. We're good time guys. When they like literally would get there and they were working and just talking music. For 10 hours straight every day. I mean, it's truly because they have no distractions, like, other than each other. Like, they're stuck in this room. You can't look down on your phone, check Twitter or whatever. You're just fucking in a fucking box together. Yeah, but we wouldn't, we would kind of have a no phones rule in the writer's room of workaholics. Not like a, not like a hard fast rule, but it'd be like, "Mm, maybe don't be on your phone while we're trying to break the story. And we would Mm -hmm. still just bullshit about aerobies from the 90s mission drift mission drift it reminded me of the workaholics writers room or any writers room really it was Mm -hmm. it was kind of like reminiscent of that whereas just like watching the creative process is truly something fucking sweet dude when it works yeah i do agree i did like that about it but i was just like oh i don't know if I need like nine hours like, of what would my mom take away from that documentary she would probably be like snoozeville 97 I don't understand why. Well, it's not informational. You're right. You're just absorbing it. You are just kind of absorbing footage and watching well, them. I, I got to hear more about Blake's mom not absorbing this. Uh, I feel like your mom is the generation to actually you enjoy didn't like it. the Beatles. Like my generation, I want to hear what like Meg the Stallion's creative yeah. process Yeah, is. can we sit in? Or like, what is what is Chingy's like? What did he go through? Exactly. What did Chingy go through when he's doing right there? What was his headspace? 
would we like the way he did that? Right. Where there? was Hurricane Chris walking it out? Right there. Yeah. What's up with Jaquan? And I guess that's why I, I was like, I'm not, I, I like really only know that one George Harrison song. Yes, that would be very weird. If you don't know the Beatles catalog, then when they make up this iconic song, you're not going like, holy shit, that's when Paul made up that song. But you're like, this could be. It, well, it, it, it was inspiring in the way that like a lot of them started off like real shitty. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, yeah, like I guess if you do work super hard at something, you can make it uh, much better because. Well, yeah, but that's everything. Exactly. What's the song that you actually like? Like you see a lot of songs, but the one that you see like coming together is like when he's like uh, banging on the fucking guitar yeah, and then he all of a sudden is like, Jojo is a man and, yeah. and, and he just is over and over. Get and you, back. You see him, get back. Yeah. But that's why Paul's the freaking best, dude. It's fucking sweet, dude. I quit when they were like, we can't record in here. The acoustics aren't good. We got to go. And I turned it off. Also, I love their dynamic, bro. Paul was in the studio always. Yeah. Always in the studio. Ringo, first to come in after Hung that. Over. Then George, but George was kind of like, yo, I don't know why one I'm here. One foot in, one foot out. And then John would with show Yoko. up. With, with Yoko. And Yoko fucking sat there every moment. That's kind of weird. Look, know. look. <laughs> What's the verdict on her after watching the documentary? Because obviously everyone always said she broke up the Beatles. What's the verdict? I don't think she broke up the Beatles at all. No. Do you guys fuck with Yoko? Have you listened to her music? Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's yeah. sick. Yeah. It's crazy. Take some swings. She's cool. She's a good artist. She was like radical, man. Um, huh. I don't think she broke them up. No, it, I think they had other dynamics. They all look at the music they made afterwards. They all just had shit to get yeah, out for sure. They needed to get shit out and they were tired of discussing it with each other. Yeah. That's all it is. Are we still talking about the Beatles, Kyle? <laughs> he had to direct. Uh, see ya. George had his mind set on us. Well, Ringo was making a movie. Ringo was like, hey, I got to get done with this because I got the movie, The Magic Christian. And he was right. hungover. Because he was producing yeah. films. They were all dipping toes. And is it true Ringo's first like solo album outsold Paul McCartney's first solo album, I think? Something like that? Really? Where you're like, huh? Dude, after I watched the documentary, I'm like, because I fell in love with Ringo through the doc. I'm like, Ringo... I never have liked Ringo, but after seeing that, I'm like, he's my fucking guy. Well, he had two normal legs, which we know you need. All right, chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dude, I'm gonna, like, I'm like, like I'm gonna check out his music because maybe I was just being harsh. The dude's pretty cool, dude. His solo albums suck. They're so bad. Yeah, it's not very good. Who Ringo? Ringo? Yes, Ringo. Terrible. But it was a bigger hit for some reason. Oh man, than... it's like it's so bad. And I love Ringo, and that that those albums are just not very good. But George is good. I I thought uh, George rocks. I thought uh, yeah. Paul was kind of just like the pretty boy of the group because I know he was known as like the cute one. So I didn't think he was like the creative force. And and then watching the documentary, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that he was like so about his business. Yeah. He's the yeah. He's the guy who's about the business. He's the guy who turns out like the hits that are catchy. That you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this is such a good song. And then John is the guy who's like, actually, my song's about more. Yeah, he's sure. like the heady bro. And it's still good. Yeah, yeah. And it's got more wit. Like John came with like just the hard hitting wit to mm-hmm. it as well. Yeah, yeah. He was deep. Yeah. He was deep, bro. You know that uh, that I thought that just coming back to the the George Harrison video that my boy yeah, was yeah Jersey congrats playing uh, playing a, a freaking like MIB yeah um, 
<laughs> I the, I thought that that shit was kind of sick, and it's like, okay, that's tight. They're making a video hella years later for this dude. But right. the only gripe, and okay. I'll say it here, Uh-oh. I got one. Go off. I got one thing. Go off, Queen. I did not understand why they felt the need to put John Hamm's voice over George's song. Burn! His voice pops through in that, and he's like, "We're sending a lot of, uh, we're sending a bunch of people in black ties and white shirts right. to help agents." I did not understand it. After so many years. I haven't watched it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, it was so weird. Like, I, I, I didn't even know about this. I'm excited yeah. to watch it. When did you do this? I don't know. Uh, a few a few months ago. Oh, really? I think it was right when I left to go film with you, Adam, because Durs kind of hit me up like, you want to do this? And then I was like, I have to go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but now cool. I wish I would have been a part of history. They just basically got together a bunch of people who they knew to be in it. And it was like, oh, fuck, I'm down, George Harrison. This song, it's a fucking good song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to kick it with the three Debras. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, those girls are cool. Super funny. I think, Adam, you worked with... Um, uh, Sandra, is that right? Yeah, the, exactly. the The shorter one? Yeah, she's right. really funny. Uh, we worked on uh, Isn't It Romantic together. Right. They reminded me of us. Really? Because they're like... Yeah, because they're like homies who created something together and uh yeah yeah that's very and, funny and, and and they talk about porno constantly <laughs> so i was like you guys remind me of my guys um uh, yeah uh well should we um should we give some flowers or uh take backs or apologies oh yeah you gotta go oh I yeah do. freaking heck in a freaking time flies when you're having a great time uh blake any take backs? yes hey i would like to take back uh you know whatever knee jerk reaction i had to the guy not knee jerk <laughs> okay <laughs> now you're just come on yes points oh. to uh our dude from uh broken lizards stolhunk <laughs> Stole honks, not having a leg in P90X. It inspired me to keep pushing play, dude. He inspired me. Blake's, yeah, Blake's like, I have two legs. Imagine how great in, in shape I could get. Yeah. I could get in fantastic shape with both of these legs. So that's, there's my take back. Sorry. And they're doing that firefighter show now. They've been doing that for a long time. I think Yeah, it's the Tacoma a, uh, FD. FD, yeah. Exactly. They're doing pretty well. Yeah, they're doing great. Anything with mustaches, they're killing it. Uh, yeah, flowers to the the um, broken lizard guys. They're going to say lemmings. Su- no, I was going to say uh, the uh, Andy Samberg's crew, the Lonely Island guys, is what oh, it was yeah. on the tip of. Uh, but broken lizard guys and both uh, yeah, fuck it, give them to them both. <laughs> yeah, I will give flowers to the Lonely Island. I think they're great. Yeah, <laughs> who else? Summer of Tears. What are we doing here? Great name. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those sketch groups uh, early on really inspired us and it's cool to see uh you know and, and then the, the sketch groups that were after us like the three debras uh mm-hmm. are super funny as well so mm-hmm. flowers to sketch groups out there uh, coming up together yeah. and uh, and doing the damn thing keep mm-hmm. keep it up flowers to sketch comedy yeah mad flowers mad flowers yeah man sandy yes sandy sandy mm-hmm. mitra i'm forgetting the third debra Flowers to them. Flowers to her. Yeah. Flowers to them. <laughs> Flowers to the third Deborah. Alyssa. 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 Hey guys. Yo. This was another episode of This is Important. <laughs> and and Kyle's back. Let's see. Let's see how many episodes he sticks around. Now we're back together again. La 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 la. All right. So this is the second episode. Yeah, I guess we we're going second, but we're going over and under seven now. So we we will see. I'm gonna go under. I'm going under for sure. Freaking see ya. Wait, what are you guys at? I can I can do this. Where are you at? We're you just you completed two episodes. We're saying mm-hmm. over under seven. He looks spent already to me. <laughs> what are you saying, Adam? 
I believe <laughs> it will be under, but, uh, you know, I'd like for you to prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Durs? Under, for sure. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's go! Blake? Blake? <laughs> uh, I think good. he's in it for the long haul. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. very good. Okay, cool. Make it interesting. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Hey, you know, the last time I thought that was... <laughs> Just before he quit. <laughs> but uh, I, I like your attitude. There'll be a lot of quitting. I'll be quitting a bunch. It's all That's good. Cool. It adds dynamics to an otherwise flat podcast. Kyle, do you have any take backs? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yes, sir. Do you have any take backs? Like on a larger scale? None. Whatsoever. Absolutely none. I'm sorry. I think you're leading me on something, but I have nothing to take back at all. I'm just plowing uh, forward at a uh, rapid pace. No. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, and, that, and that's another episode. That was another episode of This <laughs> is, is Important. This is Important. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.